Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. Okay, on uh, Sunday, June the 9th, I'm sitting here with June 8th. And you're getting this tomorrow. So happy Monday, the 10th of June. It's a, fresh, it's a fresh episode, which I'm not going to be editing. And the reason that I'm doing this is because there was, there was some, some audio file malfunctions with uh, an episode I recorded with uh, the lovely person, Chris Hussey. And we'll begin it together again and record a, recording a fresh episode for you. But this one's going to be fresh because Janae was nice to come over and hang with me and, and do this uh, Sort of like we just talked this past week, and I mean, we've been meaning to get together, right? Oh, yeah, for a while. <laughs> uh, and we've known each other for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, they, he, he was named after a Pilsner that you can get at Descendants. He's, uh, he's a hobbit from, that you might know from the Duke, and he uh, is one hell of a flamenco player and handsome gentleman. Before, before I say more things about him, let me introduce Janate Yetkiner. Now, I didn't bring this up yet because I wanted to save it for the podcast, but I have some like things in my head that I would say on stage about you that are on that level of of uh, because you know, like because there's Michael Bolton and there's we 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 mythicize Chuck Norris, yeah, to the point with fucking Norris where like there's a Bible of things that are you know when Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris Bible jumps in a pool, it's a Bible length book full of things where one of them is the one that sticks out to me is like the water gets Norris when Chuck Norris jumps in a pool he doesn't get wet the water gets Norris like that kind of thing I have that with that you the best I've heard man <laughs> the water gets Norris I just got I just got Norris <laughs> and the, the, what I base it on for you is how how much like when you're really playing something that's thoughtful especially the instrumental flamenco that you play yeah. You you play with such passion and precision that it's almost like magical. It's it's very sensual. Oh, thanks, man. If you get Janate playing playing you know the classical guitar with his fingers, and then you get Kenny G on sax, and you get Michael Bolton singing lead vocal, I will lose my shit. That would be like the best cheesecake you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> but those guys are really talented at what they do. Oh fuck yeah. And they also happen to be very handsome, not unlike yourself. Yeah, I'm just saying there that w- there would be so much talent and sexiness. They are <laughs> pirate shirts flowing in the wind. I, I imagine just picture me, okay, with curly long blonde hair. I can. I can't. <laughs> it's disgusting. Janae, we've all had dreams about this. You are like they named a beer after you, dude. I mean, come on. And I don't drink beer. <laughs> Neither do I, but this town loves it. So beer is great, right? Uh, yeah, that beer though, honestly, man, I'm not saying I'm not biased. It's because of the beer is named after me or whatever. Yeah, just that beer is, tastes good, man. Like mm-hmm. the Pilsner is light beer, right? And we have in Turkey, we have something called FS Pilsner, the only most Get famous. Closer. Sorry, only most mic. famous uh, yeah. Canadian, sorry, Turkish uh, beer ever. Right. FS. It's spelled E F E S. Okay. And this is a Pilsner beer. It's made from rice. Uh, I think it's a rice beer. Right. That's the only beer I could drink in my life. And up to that, Junaid beer, because it was super light. Yeah. That, those two are the, not just because it's Junaid beer. 
That's the only, <laughs> only honestly, man, I couldn't drink any beer because yeah. it just sit on my, and I've, like when I'm sitting and playing after drinking a beer, I feel like I, I, I'm fat. Like right. I feel like I'm, my, my stomach is coming out and everybody's looking at me. Like yeah. that subconscious thing uh, comes out with me, you know, <laughs> it's terrible. Well, if That's this, what I felt. <laughs> if, if this gets to a confidence boost, kind of, nah, I, I won't edit this, but like, <laughs> I, I don't want it to come across to you the wrong way, but what I'm what I'm saying is very charming. You have a really cool exotic accent. When you play fucking doves cry and stuff, it's that kind of thing. I imagine Prince. I, I am, love Prince. Exactly. <laughs> that I imagine when you take your shirt off at the end of the night, there are bears feeling emasculated somewhere. <laughs> there are polar bears in the North Pole when you take your shirt off at night going. <laughs> Something's going on. I up, promise you, I'll do up that down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for real. Thanks, when man. <laughs> I was at a wedding, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Hey, Fred, what what's wrong with my butt? It feels like it's been buttered." <laughs> oh no, fucking Janet just walked in the room. Is what I'm. <laughs> so I, I had those jokes in my head. <laughs> Just just because of how much I admire you as a person, though, and oh, the musicality. So I really appreciate it. I feel the You're same method. way about you. Not about the ass buttering, but I, I, really, <laughs> I really honestly... Or puckering, whatever. Uh, totally. I, I really yeah. honestly, genuinely... You know you know that I love you, man. Yeah, I love you for too, a, man. For a long time. We we have been friends for a long time. Yeah. That's something else I want to... We might. I don't know if he glossed over that that fact in the 2016 interview, which, I'm, which is going to be up this coming Friday as a special add-on to this. Um, but yeah, like what, 2007 we met? Dude, when was your album came out? You 20, know, it was 2007. Registry Theater? Yeah. Add two years to that. Okay. All right. That's, that's 2000, 2005? Maybe. Holy shit. I know you for 14 years, dude. You're one of the longest people that I've known. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't but, have friends, man. <laughs> I mean, I had friends. I still have friends, actually. My first friends that I, when I came to Canada, mm-hmm. my first friends, I still have them. They were, uh, I was married for seven years. Mm-hmm. They were my, my groomsmen, my, you know, they were my, at my wedding. And last mm-hmm. week is one of, one of, was one of their birthday. And then we, I was playing at Edelweiss. Right. And they surprised me by getting a table. The whole freaking wow. table. Long table. All of them were there. All of them. It was the best time ever. Like. Shit, was that, was that last Saturday? Yeah. That's so funny because, no, this isn't a cool story, but I might have ended up there. I went to see a play in Uptown Waterloo, and for the first time in a long time, like I was on my own and I was dressed up with no fucking place to go. Dude, I've never seen you at Edelweiss. I've been to Edelweiss a couple times (laughs) in the past 10 years. But um, that would have been super cool. You would have loved these people, man. Yeah. Holy shit, they're amazing. I just thought to myself too far because if you, you yeah. that's not that's a stupid thing to say. No, no, no. You're right, man. It's 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 a destination place. Yeah, and you I have to go, go there like earlier. Yeah, get drunk, get Uber or a taxi. Yeah, back home. <laughs> you posted a, a throwback photo, a retro photo of yeah. you <laughs> and one of those friends from God knows how long ago, the nineties. No, no, no. I came to Canada. Uh, almost 2000 like in the beginning of end of 90s so that picture no 
the picture of that. Which picture are you talking about? The oh, my long hair picture. Your long hair oh, picture. Oh, no, that's something else. I, I made a joke by saying that twenty three. That picture is twenty three years ago. Wow. When I was playing in Turkey. Okay. That guy that I played with was my first and first <coughs> duo partner. Right. <coughs> and thank you. And that guitar that's sitting there, I was using his black guitar. The guitar on the bottom was my first guitar that I bought at a pawn shop. Five dollars. Wow. You know what the name of it? You know how Fender is? The uh, the uh, emblem of Fender is the backboard's F. Right. And the Fender. This guitar was Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> like actually Fighter with that background. They wanted to make it look like a Fender. <laughs> okay. It's a shit piece of shit. Plywood guitar. <laughs> it was terrible. I couldn't play it. So that's, that picture was my first gig I ever played. That's amazing. Yeah, with that guy. Small small point. Isn't it funny how, de- depending on what country or where the certain... Fender, like speaking of things that are mythic, Fender oh, yeah. is so mythic that certain knockoffs of Fender are either pieces of shit, but some of them are known for being curiously amazing. Dude, Tokai. D- right. Dis- have you heard of the Tokai guitars? Yeah, yeah. Freaking way, way better than Fender ever been. And in Japanese, and then they, they, they had to Fender sued them. If right. a big company is suing you, that means you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finish my thought. Yeah. Totally, right? That's so funny. <laughs> but in that picture that I saw, I could swear, you, like, you, your, your hairstyle and what you were wearing, it was so, like, Randy in the later episodes of Home Improvement. Like the, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> that was awesome. I got to tell you something, right? My middle name is Alper. A-L-P-E-R. Right. So when I first came to Canada, just like every immigrant, I started working at a Tim Hortons. <laughs> and I was, in, I was a Lenin immigrant, and everybody at night shift of Tim Hortons was immigrant like me. Mm-hmm. And we got along really well. But they couldn't say my, last, uh, my first name. They, they, they said every little thing, because it's C-U-N. And the minute you start spelling that... People go like, oh, what mm. is he going to say next kind of thing? Because my niece, you know what I mean, right? Anyways, Junaid is C-U-N-E-Y-T. Right. And they couldn't spell it or pronounce it at all. And my middle name, I, w- I-, I was like, you know what? It'll be easier to tell them my middle name, Alper. Right. And it, they were having a hard time with that too. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Call me Alberto. Since I'm an you know, immigrant. Right. Call me Alberto. And I play Spanish guitar. I'll be an Alberto. Yeah. And right. sh- you'll be in Alberto. Alberto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I'm coming to that actually. Okay. Because do you remember a commercial? There's a commercial. That's Fabio. around the same time the ad campaign exactly. came out. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody comes to me like, look, this is your picture from back then. And then yeah. they call me. And every time somebody saw me, they were like, ooh, Alberto, you do have style. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Yeah, because it's, it was Fabio. Yeah, yeah. That was that on, the, on the fucking commercial. You know Fabio? Yeah. The long blonde hair. The, f- the flowing pirate shirt That's in the wind <laughs> that, that is open to reveal the fucking meat display. That's it, man. That's, yeah. that's why I was like, that was me. To people's minds. So uh, right. that's why Alberto... When you play, I, as I was saying at the that's top... That's what it is, that's, right? Yeah, that's what I get when you play. <laughs> but I know you're a normal human being, but when you play... I hope so. <laughs> I, see, I see the colors. That's I can it. taste colors. For real. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really just exaggerating compliments that are well-deserved, though. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. But, I mean, that's really neat, though. I didn't know. And funny, like, people couldn't get behind Alper, even though we have the Walper Hotel. 
<laughs> yeah. And there's a famous broadcaster named Eric Alper. Oh, but, yeah. I actually met him. Right? Eric Alper and I, we uh, judged. Do you, do you remember the shot? Yeah, that's still going on, right? Yeah. J- yeah. Jesse T is still yeah, doing Jesse that? Yeah, Jesse T is still dead. Um, I left it because I was like packed. Everything was insane. Right. So I had to... I had to give up on that. It, it, it was perfect time. I did five seasons with that, and it was amazing. But last year, last season, Eric Alper was one of the judges. Right. That's when I met him. And I uh, say right. I didn't know that until you said it just yeah. now. <laughs> and he, him and I actually talked about that Alper situation. Right. And he, he, it is a Turkish. His grandfather's Turkish. And that name is a Turkish name, apparently. Nate. And then um, a lot of... He, he, he actually commented, he said, a lot of people call me or message me on Twitter because he's a huge Twitter guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he says, like, uh, a lot of people message me thinking that, you know, I'm Turkish. And they always, I always get these Turkish messages, he says. Wow. But apparently his grandfather is actually Turkish. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't, I didn't have an agenda for things to talk about, but I, I know that, um, shit, I might have to edit this middle part out because there was something that I wanted to talk about that, I, it's not coming to my brain right now, but I I I I, I do want to impart on this episode that like I'm feeling I feel I'm feeling like I can do this without editing because that part of my brain is activated. Of <laughs> I mean, I spent the entire day outside yesterday uh, from two p.m. until four a.m. Holy shit! That's the latest I've been out in a while. Yeah. With summer lights, uh, yeah, and I got big old blisters on my feeties and <laughs> from my sandals. Hot. Dude, I love that festival. It's a hot day. And today, yeah. I was, today I was at a festival too. Yeah, that today was the Grand Porch party. Grand Porch, yeah. And before right. that, I was at. Uh, See how timely we are. You're listening to this totally, on Monday, right? the tenth, and it <laughs> happened. Yeah, it was it was amazing, man. Like, yeah, I just like that. Love that. All the festivals that. The idea of that festival is amazing. Right. You know? Community. People being around each other. Oh, for sure, man. It's never like, a bad thing. And you know, everybody everybody thinks, oh, musicians, yay, you know, clap, clap. No, man. The host. How can you gather all those people, the owners of the houses? How can you get them all agree? Because that's your privacy, man. Mm-hmm. You open up your, your house to your porch to people, foreigners. Thousands of people are coming in through it. And not thousands, hundreds. And you're like going, okay, you know what? I'm okay with it. Here's my doors are open. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I say kudos to those people at Grand Porch. Yeah. The porches. The, that's regular people who own houses opening up their porches to, to musicians, man. That's yeah. That's what community is all about. That's why I think we, we need to go easy on fucking condos. Right. Condo building. <laughs> Yesterday was an experience for me that made me feel less misanthropic about how big people who spend a lot of time in DTK post on Instagram. Yeah. Because, and the only thing, and I was telling you this earlier, what happened for me yesterday was that I got to spend time down there with people of all types, especially the people that talk to themselves and are on something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the funnies, the... The, the best people. Right? <laughs> the like, real reality of downtown Kitchenery. Most themes park... <laughs> Theme parks are a far cry from having characters like this <laughs> oh, yeah. walking around. Not I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but they were certainly outnumbered by hordes of of family people, dogs. Uh, That's what I love, man. 
Yeah. I felt like I was a part of something as opposed to just being stuck in my own little world of factory yeah. life. And the work to life balance is shitty where I work. But once you get out there and once you finally see people and get to spend enough time around other people, especially when like you're sort of as a person at the mercy of, of being a volunteer and, you, and, and you're just a part of something that's bigger than you. And that after such a long time, since I was last regularly just out there and you remember, cause part of that was every Sunday I would spend with, with you and Jesse at T the, at Molly, yeah, Blooms. Molly Blooms. And so those being, are amazing times, man. <laughs> and being so distant from those good times oh, man. can, can really make someone feel lost and isolated and in a shell. I where, totally agree with you. So it was an amazing experience to be a part of something like that downtown. And, um, I certainly uh, am, am proud to be from here. Certainly. Charlene, right? Was the. Charlene. Charlene. Le Duc. Yeah. Charlene is awesome. Yeah. She is awesome. And I hope right now that she's sleeping. <laughs> so, where, where are you playing these days? Uh, my regulars, you know, Mondays at the Duke of Wellington. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, by the way, because of uh, Raptors game, we're going to start late. Tomorrow, meaning Monday, June 10th. Right. <clears throat> and I'm hoping, I am really, really, really hope, I, I haven't wished something like this this week. <laughs> Technically, it's like tonight. If, tonight, if yeah. Whoever is, is like awesome enough to listen to the day this podcast goes live, this is for you, June the 10th. And yeah. what Janae's talking about is happening tonight. Tonight. We're, we were supposed to play tonight. I interrupted you. No, that's totally fine. And it's, it's just because we're not going to, we're not going to play. We, we right. start nine thirty, and we're going to wait for the game to to end. Right. We're going to go crazy, fucking crazy. If we win, right? Raptors win. I'll be happy. Why? Because first time in NBA history that a Canadian non-American team is winning. Mm-hmm. A non-American team never happened. Never is winning something as dear as basketball. That's that. They literally annihilate and, you know, they're the leader in the world. Right. When you say when you say basketball, everybody in the world says NBA. And a Canadian team wins that. That's incredible. That's, a, that's, a, that's history, man. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow night is going to be fucking history. That's why I like it. It's like, you know, how when uh, Saddam Hussein's uh, uh, statue was uh, dropped. Right. It's almost that important. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. I, I went with Canada, Russia, seventy-two. But I oh yeah, 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 yeah. I certainly don't feel like um, uh, lost the other half of the sentence there. <laughs> this is live. We're gonna go with it. I'm not editing. That'll take too too many hours. And I think we're fine right now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I found it. Hey, buddy, we're still, you're still with me. I I definitely feel based on what I know that fewer people hold pride winning victory as closely as Charlie Sheen and the rest of America. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So for them to, to <laughs> like think of it from the American perspective, like Ooh. holy shit, that's going to suck for <laughs> the shit is holy. Can a, can a Canadian team, yeah. Took a, a basketball away from us with their hawk, with their with their, their igloos, you know, because they're their... super. Yeah, most of the Americans actually think we live in igloos. Yeah, that's why it's 
It's superb. The Canadian <laughs> character that most American sitcoms have presented is like exactly one part of northwestern Canada. That's and it's exactly it's 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 mostly partial of Newfoundland they're talking about too. You know yeah. when they say boot. It's so weird. Anyways. <laughs> this is so cool. No, I don't follow basketball and, and from from talking with you about it, I, I, I get the hype. I, I know that there's a lot of people who don't give a shit about sports that love posting it. Everything with the Raptors is genuine from everybody. It, it, with me. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I play sports. I love sports, man. I'm, I'm, since I was a little kid, I played soccer all the time because I'm, you know, from Turkey. Turkey's like, uh, le- yesterday we beat France. First time in our history. What up? 100, 100 someone years. First time, not 100 years, sorry, almost 100 years. We beat France in soccer. France won World Cup last year. Mm-hmm. And Turkey beat them to nothing. And I was watching this. I was going like, oh, my God, I, I shed my pants. I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Never happened in, in our history, and I witnessed in this. That was a huge thing because you're, as a country that's so-so, beating a country that's like a world champion. Right. By the way, look at this. It just came in. Yeah. So... <laughs> You can't see this, but Janate and I had a one of many uh, bonding experiences when we both uh, found that we pl- play. Who? What's the company that makes these games? Wordscapes. It's um. Well, I play Wordscapes. Janate plays a different. Well, he plays Wordscapes too. Uh, it's an app that you can get on any device that that you put words together and you make yourself smarter. And but you can compete in tournaments. I've won one tournament. I don't know why I played so hard that night and I will never do it again but then I find myself in front of Janate being like a five this is your sixth now this is my sixth championship Cha- like championship <laughs> of the world with litscapes that I, I was like yeah but I, I yeah. yeah I do it every time I, I, I you know that's my favorite game to play yeah. even though I'm pooping you know <laughs> <laughs> it improves your brain man it's like it helps you so much as a foreigner right vocabulary is my biggest enemy grammar and vocabulary because turkish language the the grammar family it is it belongs to believe it or not is japanese grammar family did you know that i did not know that we uh, asked us turks turkish people learns japanese way faster than any western country in the world why because our grammar structure is from the same family korean and japanese so our, our structure of the sentences and words and grammatically, it's the same. So that's why it's, you know, right? it's similar. So for me to understand and to think about, think about English, any kind of English words, yeah. it's a pain in the ass. To <laughs> Honestly, even 21 years I've been here in Canada. I was 21 when I came here. So this year, in August, I'm going to be 21 years, exactly half of my life in Canada. Right. And... Doesn't matter. The minute you come here past 12 years old, you're done. Your mm-hmm. accent is always going to be there. You're always going right. to think Turkish first or your, your mother tongue first and then translate that into, even when I'm singing, I have to like translate not to say the wrong words. You know right. what I mean? Instead of saying ash, I don't want to say ass. You know, like I have to think about it. And that, that's why this this... These kind of games helped me a lot. I've been playing for like last, I don't know, three months. Mm-hmm. But I take it to a level right now. I'm a little bit obsessive with things. When right. I start something, I got to be, I got to give my best at it. So right. if I have the chance 
And if I see the ability in myself to do that, I go at it like crazy maniac. For sure. You know what I mean? It's It comes from OCD and uh, I have a little bit of ADHD too. Well, I mean, things. I'm I, sorry, I was listening, but... They, in in our in our past discussions, you've mm-hmm. told me about how the same those same parts of you are why you became so good at playing guitar. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. And this dude, this world game improved my brain. Yeah, by sevenfold when I first learned because you're you're using those muscles exactly never used before. Right, and I'm like forcing myself to learn. Yeah, I, I always thought you were a real dumbass until today. I'm exactly. just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I still am a dumbass, but no. But I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> I know you, totally what you mean. Yeah. Be, you, you're always intelligent, but be, before you had this this thing, you weren't you weren't having that that regular. It you, helps my speech, man. Right. It helps my. It helps me because that's one of the biggest problems I have, dude. Right. When I'm when I'm being when I'm talking to people, I form sentences in Turkish. I'm like impressed with myself. Holy shit. Wow, Junaid, you're doing good. And then when it comes to English, I'm like, fuck, how am I going to say that in English now? Okay. This word game, honestly, when I learned chess, I was, I was a younger kid at the time. I'm not kidding you, man. One year playing chess, my whole look, the yeah. world changed, man. Everything shifted. Anything to do with reading books and all that stuff, you know all that, you know, because you do the same thing. Right. Music, man, like the stuff that I've seen inside there, like Oscar Peter- Peterson and the stuff that you're showing me. Now tell me if that doesn't improve everything about your whole being about music, right? Yeah. It all of a sudden like elevates you as a person. Right. That's why I freaking love that. It gives me this joy. Yeah. <laughs> If you've been enjoying Todd's podcast, consider checking out Describing a Rock with Milo Axelrod. That's me. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. The show is exactly what it sounds like. A short escape from your busy life to slow down and consider a rock. Let's not go down the spiral of like looking forward into popular music, but like looking, oh, looking God. at how how much music <laughs> elevates you going backward in time. All right, okay. Skipping back to like Drake, <laughs> orchestral music being the top forty. Uh, top forty wasn't a term they used, but like you know, who's the most obvious figure? You know, Bach, Beethoven, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah? Two. You know, when people started examining music and creating schools of music and creating, you know, whatever is behind jazz and classical that mm-hmm. that you can teach in scholarly levels of understanding and performance and, and whatever. It's almost mathematic. It blows my mind to think that, like, there, <laughs> there are record producers today... I don't want to go down this negative boat, Janae. No, no, no. It's, it, but it's, it's not negative boat. It's educational, man. People, don't ever under, underestimate what you're saying right now because it's educational. We need to educate people to listen to something fucking good right. instead of listening shit that makes no sense and that has no musical meaning and just repetitive four fucking chords or five fucking chords repeating each other over and over and over with the same rhythm, like banging on people's freaking heads like a hammer and make them like sheep as yeah. listeners. There, uh, I don't want to refer to like... Seeing, seeing someone trying to point this out on YouTube, but it, you, you can almost bet a producer is looking at mathematical structure of hit songs. You know, oh, yeah. musical quality declines, as that amazing article brought up. 
but you know, s- uh, the addictiveness and the streaming algorithm thing, you know, we're mathematically calculating that a song length can be this and you're, you have X amount of dollars coming in and then you have a guaranteed hit if you repeat all the things that every other song that qualifies as hip-hop nowadays does. Exactly, yeah. If you have an app that tells you write a song in 30 seconds and gives you the chord progressions... That's your biggest problem right there. There's an app. You can, you can find an app. Not there's an app, but there, there are apps. Right. If that app is doing that to you, if it, I'll be honest with you. I have no problem with DJs. I'm a DJ myself too. You know what I mean? Like I, I do DJing, but if a DJ gets $500 a ticket, shows, and it's sold out prior to six months in advance... There's a huge problem with the society. Why? Because, because he's, he's not a disc jockey. <laughs> he's a laptop jockey. Exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I don't want to put anyone down. And I'm, I'm not going to be political and be like, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm going to be nice to everybody. No, I'm not going to be nice to everybody. Right. I'm telling this as it is. The, the kids are calling it ham. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, sorry... We'll come back, but for a second, I want to go back to the fact that you were talking about how you st- how you still struggle with things. You've never asked me to clarify anything. To to your credit, <laughs> you've always understood everything that I that I said. You you might say I I do have a tough time though. If you're looking for words, is that what you mean? Sometimes like looking for how to say something. Of course, but but you you are incredible at understanding, and you got to give yourself credit for that. Because like I, I sometimes talk in ways that confuse me, which but, is why my editing process is so tough. But you know why I understand that? Because I don't listen to you as a Canadian. I don't listen to you as a person whose first language is English. Right. So everything you say, it goes through my head, translates, and then if it doesn't fit, it makes it fit somehow. That right. process is, has been happening to me because I'm singing and learning songs right. at, the, at, the, at the moment. And that improved that part of my brain a lot. Right. So that's why, it, honestly, if you're learning a second language, that helps you a lot too. You should, you should do it just for fun. Go, go learn a language. I, did, I learned German just for fun. And it's it just, it was, I, in Turkey, everybody was, all the tourists was German. Right. And I was losing money because I spoke English and people would be like, all German, very few English would come in. And right. I would lose my German customers because they didn't. They hated speaking English to my uh, to other tourist guides. So I was like, "Screw this! I'm gonna learn it." And it was fun. I learned uh, German. Yeah. Trust me, man. That elevates your skill like anything. Your understanding, everything goes. Right. So for fun, do that. Do you play Oktoberfest events? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you sing any songs in German? Um, I I did a couple times, and it just. Polka is not my type of music. I, I mean, I, 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 I have so much uh, respect for it. I honestly do. You know why? Because I know you have respect for it because of how the word respect came out just now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. No, but I know you do. Keep going. I'm sorry. I, I cut off because I love. <laughs> Thanks. Good joke. The thing is, they're um, like, I honestly love accordion players. Right. Because it, it's, a, it's a skill, man. Have yeah. you ever tried accordion? Once. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. a skill. And the guy is going 
Control one, two, three, four, five, five, four fingers, sorry. No, 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 five fingers here. Yeah. Four fingers here. So nine, singing 10, rhythm 11. So 11 pieces of right. puzzle. So it doesn't matter if it's a repetitive music. Polka is not a repetitive music. It's, it's a similar sounding music. Right. Just like, you know, like you're, you're, Irish. You're, you're doing the rhythm and melody <clears throat> exactly. at the same time. So that, that, is, that to me is 10,000 times better than Drake. Uh, sorry, that guy. Than, than most of what's out there. Most of what's and out successful. there. successful, yeah. Exactly. Trap, whatever, you know. Yeah. Or any DJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even even dubstep. I, I loved listening to some of the Skrillex stuff. But, like, Me but too. when it came to all the clones and that becoming a style of music. Yeah. Uh, even that, I understand. I totally... <coughs> it takes skill, of course. Right. You have to have rhythm in order to create those things. But I'm just saying, like, like I... Like, <laughs> I, I I don't love, you know, so, someone else coming out by the hordes being like, hey, we're doing the same thing that you love that Skrillex does. Spend the same amount of money on me. Hey, and, look at me. And how I'm much Millix. do you spend? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Tillix. Let's, we can go all down the alphabet. Hey, look at me. I'm Poopy I'm, Billix. Good thing there's no Rolex. Given that you have a library of music that you play when you're at the when you're at the pubs mm. and other functions and chapters, I saw you there once. Indigo, <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that place. <laughs> what what what's something that's just for whatever reason not in the realm of what you would play or learn, if there is such a thing, that that is something that you love, that I love to learn, or that that you just love as an admirer of music, like George Harrison stuff, man. You can do George Harrison stuff. I you, can, but you wouldn't imitate him. But you, you would you would do him justice. I think. I love George Harrison stuff, but um, you know, that's a that's a good question. For instance, I, I I would never try to do a song by Sia, but on her first record, there are some songs that she does where her voice are doing things to me emotionally that I can't even handle. I know what you mean. Yeah, even a party song like she, Chandelier. Is she still alive? Seal, yeah. Yeah. But I haven't heard her lately. That's why I'm like... Seal? I can't do Seal songs. Seal song? No? No. Dude, I, can, I, l- I can imitate Seal songs. I love Seal songs. <laughs> I know that that's like cheesy, but I don't You care. know what my favorite Seal song is? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Don't edit it, please. Put it on. <laughs> that was just the one. so that the embarrassment will live yeah. forever. <laughs> <laughs> he well. doesn't. That's that seal does not like it in the club. Oh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Absolutely, man. All right. By far, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Come to think of it, yeah. Nice. The guy. Okay. <laughs> Like, I've never seen anybody that comfortable in, uh, in his own zone. Right. Comfort zone means nothing when it comes to Stevie Wonder. Because the guy doesn't have an uncomfortable zone. His every zone is comfortable. He's, he's, he's a funk. Like, oh, you know what I mean? When you listen to it, it's yeah, like, it's a force. you want to touch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you and can't edit that out. <laughs> no, it's, Why? It's, 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 we're human. That, yeah, that's that's incredible. I watch him. I watch his stuff. 
like the old old stuff. Yeah, Mot- but, like Motown, Mo- Motown stuff. And yeah. when he was short haired, you know, like young kid. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. None of the kids nowadays can be. Nobody can do that. And that's that's right. my answer to you. People forget like those those pre fab eras of Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson too. Because mm. like there's the Jackson Five, Jackson Five, but and then there's Off the Wall. <clears throat> but in between, then young yeah. young Michael Jackson had a solo record career that was I think it might have been on Motown too. Oh yeah, it was Motown for sure. It, he didn't just go from Jackson Five and he's bad. a child no. and yeah, to, yeah. Um, and then little Stevie Wonder was a child who was like playing on like some of the early Motown stuff. Yeah, and then then he had the Motown like Masheria Moore. Those fucking songs, and then you know, the the old story goes. He learned how to play everything during that era. He's one of the best harmonica players in the world. He grew dreads and yeah. played everything on the record for some of them. It's so fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, his harmonica is forty thousand dollars. Okay, it's a chromatic harmonica, right? And he plays harmonica like a mofo, man. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing I've ever heard. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. Honestly, have you seen him play harmonica? Not in person. Holy shit. Right. I've been to one concert. Unbelievable. He just yeah. blew my mind. But there's also I was I was I was on YouTube a couple couple months ago. You know Sting, right? Sting is one of my favorite artists. Is he some indie artist from the from the Brit rock scene? That's yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he'll make it. I think his band's okay. He might be okay. Yeah, yeah. he just came out yesterday. Yeah, Sting was actually almost chosen the. Uh, sorry, he was chosen the musician of century last century. Okay, they they gave him like the British, the uh, Britain right. gave him that award, and this is actually after Police, right? You know, and um, <clears throat> he he was playing this song Fragile. His uh, one of his latest uh, thing like most famous songs as Sting. Right. And he invites none other than Stevie Wonder on stage oh. with harmonica. Wow. It's a really nice minor song. And har- and Stevie Wonder plays harmonica. You go like, oh my God, Sting, just sit down. Yeah. Yeah. He Even Sting goes like, watch it on YouTube. It's a weird juxtaposition. It's, but yeah. It's, yeah. Holy shit, he killed it. Yeah. What a beautiful touch. It's it's gorgeous, yeah. Well, I think you and I are going to have to keep chatting a little bit once I turn the mics off before you go. But as as a final button, well, first of all, thanks for coming over. Thanks, thanks for your for time, having me, man. I fucking love you, brother. <laughs> I love and you too, man. I fucking love you. We've known each other forever, <laughs> and I can't believe it's fifteen. No, fourteen. Fourteen years. Holy mm-hmm. shit, man! And for those who don't know who, where you're playing these days or want to, you, you have music out there. You uh, you're playing. And I just yeah, released an album last year. And I'm sure you post stuff on the internet somewhere. So where, oh, can, yeah. people, where can people find your shit? Um, uh, Junaid.com. J-U-N-E-Y-T. Just like June. Yeah. Like the month. Y-T. Y as in uh, York. T as in Turkey. <laughs> Junaid.com. He's, and he's doing it phonetically. So you better fucking type <laughs> that in your browser now. <laughs> so if you go there, there's uh, the it's first a- page is scheduled. What, in phonetic alphabet for like your typical U.S. military, what's J stand? It's like, you know, uh, Juliet. Juli- uh, Juliet. Juliet. Yeah, Juliet. Umbrella. Like, umbrella. <clears throat> um, uh, Nathan? No. NATO? No. We go with, uh, I no, have no idea. NATO. Uh, 
Egypt, youth, or I don't, why do your fucking stupid name letters have to be the ones that I don't know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm just kidding. Hold but Junate.com. Oh, uh, there we go. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Special feature here. All right. Juliet. Uniform. Okay. November. I actually did know those. Echo. Yankee. Tango. I knew those. Dot com. <laughs> but my, you, you were right. My Juliet name is. was perfect. My name is Tango Oscar Delta Delta. In addition to this, on Friday, you will get a vault episode that is our vintage Janate and I chatting in 2016, where he also plays a lovely song at the end. So, oh, yeah, the crew. It's, it's Janate week. <laughs> and I hope you have a pleasant one. Hope it doesn't storm. And go Raptors, hashtag We the North, hashtag Cats of Instagram. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. (laughs) 